Akun Moya, this Gemara and Irvin Daf Nun Ches. Today's year is sponsored, of course, as Chos for Shlemu Shemar Yosef Chaim Ben Pesha Miriam, as well as all our other Chaylim Yidemir Ben Kiri Menu Ben Chaylim Chaim Ram Chaim Yidemir Ben Sarah Shem Sumer Yisid Zazar Bas Gendol Ita Basim Bas Chayisay Yisachayim Saras Yisrael Ben Mindel Ezer Bas Nishav Leish Olmas Tamid Bishav Vig Bishav Chana Rodovim Yitriva Daniel Ben Chana Rizal Chaim Nachum Ben Mindel Daniel John Ben Fred Besoch Shara Chodei Yisrael. We pick it up on the bottom of the Zayin and Beis. We're up to the Mishnah over here. We're now going to get into the thick of things, exactly how to measure the Tzchom. We discussed extensively how to square off the city, how do we measure outside and get to the number 2,000. That is not a straight line, that we make a square in each corner. It's 2,800, the extra 400 around, the extra 800 at the top. You gain 1,200. But now we have to know practically how do you do the practical measurements. So it says the Mishnah on the bottom of the Zayin and Beis, when you measure, you take a rope of 50 amois. Not less than 50, not more than 50. That is how you measure. It's going to be 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 in order to get to your prescribed number of 2,000 amois. When you measure, you hold the rope opposite your heart. We had to come up with a standardized, somewhat of a standardized uh, measurement, as Rashi here says. You don't want to hold it too high. You don't want to hold it too low. So, cause if you hold it at different places, the rope could start sagging. You could pull the rope too taut. Therefore, you hold it nice and naturally against your heart. If you're measuring and you reach a valley or to a wall, you're going to swallow it all, swallow it up. And we'll show what that means. And then you're going to go back to measuring. If you reach a mountain, you're going to swallow that up. So first of all, what's this mavliya that you're swallowing things up that when you're measuring? So the basic understanding is, and you know, first we'll pull up the picture, which of course will help, is you see over here that when you, you're reaching either the valley, as you see in the first little picture over here, or a little wall, as you see in the middle picture, basically there's two ways you can measure now. Either you can take your rope and you can go all the way down or all the way back up. We go over the fence and down the fence. Or you can just go directly over it. Which is, if you go directly over it, obviously that's in some level swallowing up. You're not measuring the area, the length of the actual wall, of the mountain, of the valley, etc. So that is how you're going to measure mountains and valleys, etc. So it says the Mishnah, and then the Mishnah said, you're going to go back to your measurement. And the Gemara is going to discuss exactly what that means. So it's probably best off, let's just wait to the Gemara. Says the Mishnah, moving along to Nunches, Amir Aleph, Ubelvad, Shiyazechotzotzcham. So you're Chayzil Midasa, you're doing some sort of, it sounds like you're moving away, then you're gonna be coming back. Ubelvad, Shiyazechotzotzcham, but be careful, do not leave the Tchom. If you're not able to swallow it up, that you're gonna pierce straight through the mountains. So, you know, let's, uh, you know, maybe we'll just explain with a picture, and then we'll begin in the Gemara. Over here is that we said, basically, as you see in this picture, what's going to happen is, what happens if you have a part of your valley, as you see in the first part of the picture, which is longer than 50 amas. So we want to swallow up the valley. But if it's longer than 50 amas, how do you swallow it up? So basically, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to move over to the side, where it's a smaller area, which is less than 50, measure there, and then go back to where you were measuring before. That is what the unspoken words of the Mishnah that the Gemara are going to explain. Again, if the valley, the mountain, 
the wall is too long, like you see in these pictures, then you can't do 15 amos directly over it, directly underneath it, and therefore, you're going to have to move to an area which is narrower. And then basically what it said was, with Bilvan, you have to be careful, you can't leave the tzchom when you're doing it. You see over here, if you're at the very end, as the 2,000 amos are ending, so now what are you going to do? You can't leave the tchum in order to make this measurement, even though you're stuck then, you're stuck between a rack and a hard place, because you can't go, you can't go measure there, because it's more than 50 amis. And as well, you can't leave the tchum, so we're gonna have to see that you're gonna have an issue. So, Machlik is exactly how to learn what is the case of this more than 2,000 amis, that you're leaving the tchum. This one is a little bit easier, this is the second Shanarashi, as you see over here in the picture, that basically the tchum ends. And therefore, when you want to go to the valley, when it's more narrow, you have to leave the tchum to do that, and that you're not allowed to do. And we'll see in the Gemara exactly why all these cases are true. That is the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, immediately from where do you know this halacha? The length of the chatzir was 100 amos, and the width was chamishim bichamishim. And the length was 50 by 50. So Amra Taira says the Taira Bechevel Shal Chamishim Amra. We learn from the fact that it says Chamishim Bechamishim. The Taira is teaching us that you should measure with a rope of 50 Amais Madai. That is how you should measure it. So we learn now from Apostlech. says the Gemara, which many people, whoever remembers the Gemara from 2030, goes bothered. We use this Apostlech teaches a different measurement to teach us how to measure Merakar faith for 70 and two thirds by 70 and two thirds. That's what we learned out of this Apostlech. I mean, by the we use this for something else. That you take 50, and you take another 50, and you take the additional 50, and you surround that 50, and that's how you get 70 and two thirds. So, how can you use this Apostlech to teach me it's a 50 armor rope if it's already being used for something else? Says the Gemara, and Kinley Makar Chamishim Chamishim. My Chamishim Bechamishim Shmas Minotarti, that extra base, teaches us this additional din that when you measure, you use a 50 amma rope. Says the Gemara, it can't be less than 50 amma, it can't be more than 50 amma. Says the Gemara, Tana, we learned in the Mishnah, why can't it be less than 50 amma? You know what's going to happen? If it is less than 50 amas, it's going to be, it's going to marbe, it's going to increase the measurement. Why? Because a smaller rope, you're able to pull shorter, and therefore it's going to stretch out the tchum. It can't be more than 50 amas. Why? If it's a very, very long rope, then it's going to start sagging in the middle, and then you're going to lose parts of your tchum, and that's why it has to be a 50 amma rope. Now Rav says, what type of rope? It has to be a chevel made of afsekima. My afsekima, Amar Rav of course, nargila. Says the Gemara, my nargila, what's nargila? Amar Rav Yaakov, dikla dechan nivra. It's a type of a date tree, type of date, a palm tree, I'm sorry, with a single vine, a certain type of tree, and that is how that is the type of tree that you use the rope in order to measure. Different people saying different things. 
Yezer Mishal Sheles Shel Barzal. You know what the greatest thing for measuring is an iron chain, which obviously uh, poses a bit of an issue because we just said you're using some sort of rope chain. But what should I do? That when you're going to measure, you have to use a rope. Yada in your hand is a chevel, it's a rope of mida measurement. That's how, even though the best thing is going to be an iron chain, you got to use a rope chain. It sounds like you should use a kana, a stick. Why are you telling me they're using a rope? Answers the Gemara, that's when you're measuring very short distances, you're measuring the gates. That's when you're going to be using the stick, but in the general sense, you're going to use the rope. There's three types of rope. What are these three types of rope? Shell magog, magog, shall nature, shall pishton, three materials, reeds and willow branches and of linen. What are these three types of ropes used for? Shall magog of this, uh, reed is lopara, is to measure the para aduma, the tanarim learned to the mishtah, kaftua bechevel, you're gonna tie up the para aduma bechevel amagog with a reed rope. And then you're going to put it on top of the fire, on top of the fire, in order to burn when you're doing the Aveda of the Paraduma. Shell Nitsarim Lasaita. The next type of rope is the willow branches, is when they're, is when they're taking the Saita out. They tie a rope around her. They tie the rope above her waist, above her breast actually, and that is where they're tying you with what type of rope the, the, um, the Magog, the Chavel HaMagog. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, one more time. They're taking the Nitzarim, they're taking the Willow Branch rope. That's for the Saita. And the last type of rope is Shalpishtan, which is of the linen, Lemedida, which is the rope that we're talking about, which is for measuring. Which again, it comes up to something different. We just said a rope of Afasarakima, now the Gemara is saying of Pishtan. Says the Gemara, so now the next part of the Mishnah said, okay, now you know what type of rope, you know how long the rope is, not too long, not too short, 50 amais, either of Pishtan or of Sakima. Now says the Mishnah, how do you do the measuring? Says the Gemara, So we spoke in the words into the Mishnah that were missing. Now the Gemara is going to teach us that. For the fact that it says, you go back to your measuring. So what do we learn from there? If you're not able to swallow it up again, you reach that valley. The valley is longer, wider than 50 amas. You can't swallow it up. So what do you do? Go to a place you could swallow up, and you swallow it up. And then you look back, and you go back to where you're supposed to be. And again, that was, I'm sorry, that was um, this picture over here, that when you reach the area, which is more than 50 amas, what are you going to do? What you're going to do is you're going to move over to the part which is less than 50 amis. You're going to measure and then you're going to go back to where you were up to. Says the Gemara, Tanila, Tanara, Banami, Brisa, that concurs with what we just said. I invited the Gia, Amida, Legay, you reach this valley. I mean, in Yachlav, Leah, the Chavashal Chamishim, Amav, Leah. If you could swallow it up, you swallow it up. Bimlav, what do you do? You go over to an area which is narrower that you could swallow it up, Amav, Leah. And you swallow it up, and you look out, and you go back to where you are measuring. If it's a, if it's a curvy type of, uh, valley, then you're not going to be able to, then you're not going to be able to do what we just said. But rather, what are you going to do? You're going to have to pierce it, literally. You're going to have to go through it, 
go down and then come back up. We're going to explain what this means. You reach a wall. We don't say that you make a hole through the wall. Rather, you're just going to guesstimate. You're going to make an estimation, and then you're going to keep on going. So that Sigmar asked the obvious question. We learned that when you get to a wall, what do you do? You're mavliya. You swallow it up. How are you going to swallow it up? You can hold up the rope high up in the air above the wall, measure over it, and then go back to where you were holding. So why are you telling me over here that you're undy, that you guesstimate, you make an estimation about how wide it is, says the Gemara, Hasam it's a different type of wall. The Mishnah is talking about where people, it's more of like a collapsed fence, and people walk over it, and that's the reason why. we got to figure out a way to walk over it, and therefore either we're going to do makti, or we're going to walk over it. But in our case, it's a very, it's a regular wall. People don't walk on it. Since people don't walk on it, that is the reason why. I'm sorry, the opposite. When people don't walk on it, that's when we're going to have to go with estimation. That was the second price. When our Mishnah said that you're going to Imavliyai, that is when someone of a wall that you walk over more of like, you know, we'll just go back into the picture. The picture was precise over here. Was, you know, as you see over here, actually you can't see so well, but as you see over here, it's not like this tall type wall. It's more of a rubble type of wall that you could walk over. That's when you're going to be Mavliyai. Says the Gemara, two lines at the bottom. Amar of Yudam Rishmuel. When do we say that your mavliyoi, that you swallow up when you get to a valley, is only when the chuta mishkala is the string with a weight, literally, or a plumb line in proper English, yoyrit connect is only when it doesn't go straight down. We'll show a picture of what this means in a moment, moving on to nulchasim base. Avol, but however, in a case that the chuta mishkala is yoyrit connect if the plumb line flows straight down, moitidai medida yafeh, then you can just do a regular measurement, meaning you can just go straight down into the valley, and then you can walk across a regular measurement. What exactly is this plumb line for those who do not know what a plumb line is? Nope, that is not the plumb line. Here's the plumb line. It's basically you hold a string with a weight at the end of the string that falls straight down. So in a case where it goes straight down, then you could just go, you jump into the valley, and then you're not going to be mavliya in this valley, and then you're going to go in, basically, because it's a very straight wall, you're just going to go into the valley, and you're going to measure straight, a normal measurement, and you're not going to be mavliya. How deep is this valley when we're talking about that you're going to swallow it up, that you're going to take the the, the 50 ama rope and put it on top of it, it has to be up to 2,000 amois deep. Sounds like it's only when it's 100 deep, not 2,000. Says the Gemara, who's Amar Kacherim? He holds like the Kacherim, the Tanah, like we learned in the Rais Kacherim, I'm Rim. Afilu Amakal Fayim Racham Nun Mavliyai. Up to 2,000, that's when you do Havla, that's what our Mishnah is holding like the Amri. Amr Rabbi Yosef, Afilu Yeser, Meal Fayim, even when it's more than 2,000. Come on, Deloika Tanakama, and now Deloika Kacherim. According to this answer, fits with neither opinion, neither the Tanakama, nor the Kacherim who set up to 2,000. Says the Gemara, awesome, you know what the reason is? The reason is, She'ein Chotam Eshkalos, Yerid Kenegdoi, that is the reason. Hacha, however, in our case, it's Chotam Eshkalos, Yerid Kenegdoi, and that is the reason what Rav Yesen was talking about, and that is the reason why, regardless how deep it is, you're going to be able to be Mavliyoi, this type of valley, because it goes straight down. Chotam Eshkalos, Yerid Kenegdoi, Adkama, Amar Avimi, Dalid, 
only four amos, it's only if it goes up until four amos. Okay, so that is the first type of measuring for this valley. So the Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah said, he reached a mountain, what do you do? You're Mavliya, the mountain. What does that mean? Again, that means you're going to hold up this 50 amma string over the mountain. You're going to, and then be Mavliya, swallow it up, and then you're going to be Chayzul Midasai. You're going to go back to your measurement. Something we've seen many times. If only if the mountain is, they were Shosmefneyatsmai. If it goes up 10 Tfachim within four Amois. Avul Baharim is like it, Yudmi Hey, if it's a more gradual incline, if it only reaches the 10 Tfachim within five Amois, then Moidemedida Yafa. Meaning if it's not such a spiky mountain, it's a more flatter mountain, then you do regular Medida. You don't do the Havla. Again, so basically, uh, this is the second time that we've seen this concept. That over here, when it's going to be a more of a flat mountain, what are you going to do? You can do a regular measuring. He learned the exact opposite. When it's flatter, that's when you do a havla. And this is similar, like we said in Amun Aleph, that we're only talking about a wall that you can walk on top of. When it's more of a steep incline, then you cannot do havla, and rather that is when you're just going to estimate the height of the mountain, that is how you're going to get your measurement. And then, but the Mishnah almost concluded, the Mishnah said, but you can't leave the Tzchom, that when you're looking for an area which is less than 50 Amos, be careful, don't walk outside the Tzchom to do that measurement. So my time, what's the reason? Which if we think about it for a moment, why you can't walk out of the Tzchom to measure? Again, we're not talking about it's on Shabbos right now, and you're actually leaving the Tzchom. We're just trying to figure out the, the where the tchum goes until. And now you're, you're stuck with an issue because you reach a valley, you reach a, you reach a mountain that's too wide. So you just have to find a narrow place to do the measurements. So why are you not allowed to even walk outside the tchum to make the measurements? My time, You know why it's a gzeira? People might think that what? People might think that the tchum went all the way to there for the fact that you went there to measure it. So we don't even allow you to go all the way out there to measure it. So the Mishnah concluded, and now we're going to have to show a few pictures for this one, that when you're not able to swallow it up, what do you do? You do makdir. You pierce through the mountain. How do you do this process of piercing through the mountain? That the bottom guy holds it by his feet, and the top guy holds it by his, the top guy holds it by his feet, the bottom guy holds it by his head. That's how you're going to measure. And now you no longer use a very long uh, rope, very short rope, well not that short, about six to seven feet, four amma rope. The concept we've seen, those have dine, they are raisa. Here is a picture of someone doing mekadrin. As you see in this picture, with well, the guy in the bottom holds it at his head, the other guy holds it at his feet, and you take these little ropes, Basically, when you're going to have this taller mountain, or this wider mountain, I should say also, so more than 50 amas, you can't hold the rope above it, then you have to basically break it into these little pieces and go up, 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 down, 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 down. And that is how you're going to get to figure out the width of that mountain in order to continue. Here you see the same thing happening when it is a deep valley. The same thing, you hold one by the feet to the head, feet to the head, feet to the head, all the way down, and then all the way back up. And that is how you're going to measure. Now the Gemara is just concluding that we don't do this 
din of mikhandrin is piercing din. Now we have more of a grasp of what exactly it means. Not by egla rufa, and when you're measuring egla rufa, nor by the ari mikla. Why they change altera? They are dini derei. So we'll conclude with one last Rashi. Rashi here says. We don't do any estimations. We view it as if it's flat land. Meaning, you're not going to even take this forearm rope and, and go all the way up and down because you can lose a little bit. It's a dinda raisa. You're going to have to hold the rope all the way down up and get the whole incline. Why? Because dinda raisa, which is dinda then we're going to allow you to take this small forearm rope from head to feet, feet to head, go all the way down or all the way up. We'll pick it up in the Mishnah tomorrow.